Oh, have I got a show for you today. Hi guys and welcome to another podcast from Betfair Trading Community with me, your host, Martin. I'm going to talk today about horse racing. I'm going to kind of intro a little bit about horse racing, why it's good, why I like to trade it. I'm also going to talk through some of the jargon, some of the popular types of trade and explain those. So this is going to be a really valuable podcast. Make sure you listen to it. If you need to take notes, if you need to listen to it again, please do. So here's the first thing I'm going to say. You might you might be uh, sitting there thinking, or whatever you're doing, you might be running, you might be doing anything. Um, you know, I was going to say something else. I was thinking, hopefully people aren't listening to me whilst they're doing that activity, but you never know. Now, here's the thing, right? You don't need to be an expert to make money on horse racing. Why is that? Simple. The horse racing software pretty much does that for us. The horse racing software is the expert right? Our database, our back testing, our strategies, everything that's been created through blood, sweat and tears is the expert. So we don't need to be the expert to make money on horse racing. And that's why someone like me, who is not primarily and has not been traditionally a horse racing trader, can come on here and explain the horse racing software, explain horse racing in general. You see, I could get Adam to do this. I could get Adam to do this, our software developer. He's a full-time horse trader. He knows horse racing inside out. The problem is he knows horse racing inside out, right? He expects a certain level of knowledge from you guys. But I know that from my experience, when I started with horse racing trading, my first level of knowledge was extremely low. And that is why I want to help people, especially people today who are just starting out with horse racing or just starting to learn our Betfair trading horse racing software. So I think the first big question to ask when you're thinking about trading horses is, do you want to trade them or do you want to do set and forget betting? Okay. Now, trading is probably what you're a little bit more aware of because, well, this is Betfair trading community. Okay. So I imagine most people are going to lean towards trading. Trading is simply entering the market and then exiting the market. So you place a bet, then you cash out of it. That's a trade, right? Or if you lay a horse and then cash out. Basically, anything where you cash out, you have traded. Because what you've done is you've entered the market at a certain price and you've exited the market at a certain price. And actually, the final result is irrelevant, right? Now, <laughs> in some respect, the final result might have determined the result of your trade. But in, in, in respect to trading, if you're placing a bet and then getting out of the market, well, the selection you choose, if, if you've backed it initially and then laid to make the profit, selection you choose doesn't even need to win. It doesn't matter what happens. You've made your profit, okay? That's trading. That's trading in a nutshell, and that's something people love. What about set and forget strategies? Well, they're becoming more and more popular. The reason being, we don't have a ton of time. What is set and forget, Martin? Set and forget is when you place a bet or place a lay and you back something or you lay it and you just let it run. You just let it, you place the bet and you go, go forth, go forth, little horsies, and do your thing and bring me some money, right? That's what you do, okay? You just place a bet. It's very much traditional betting. Okay, but the, the slight twist is that we're doing it sensibly. Okay, this isn't the gambling that you see someone down Betfred 
and they stick a tenner on a horse because they like the colour of it, which actually happened the other day. I know I talk about this a lot, but Matt got in touch with me and he works in a bookies and he said, Martin, someone actually said they like to bet on the colour of a horse. I love it. I love it. I love it because they're the sort of people that if they get on Betfair and they don't bother to join somewhere like Betfair Trading Community, they're the sort of people that are going to be giving me their money when I'm trading and making the money because they are backing and laying things that they have no idea about. Okay, so that's just the way set and forgetting it. It's very much just a straight bet. Okay, but with the fact that we do exactly the same amount of research, we do all the learning, we do all the education, we do sensible staking, X, Y, and Z, exactly what we do with trading. It's just two different types of betting. Okay, one you get out of the market, the other you just let it run. Okay, and both are profitable, right? There seems to be a notion that set and forget betting isn't profitable because everyone thinks of gambling as just straight betting and the problem is we've heard so much about problem gamblers and x y and z what you don't often hear about is the gamblers who do incredibly well and there are plenty of them i remember there used to be a gambler who became a good big horse racing uh enthusiast owned a lot of horses he used to make money just betting on like tiger woods to win a major and roger federer to win wimbledon when they're at their peaks and he would place a bet and he'd make money. It was, it, it really is the fact that there are people out there who do really well from it. We just don't hear those stories. The only stories we hear are the problem football gamblers who, they aren't doing research. They aren't really looking into it, by the way. Literally all they do is they've got too much money for their own good and decide they want to waste it. That is literally all it is, right? It's not, it's not anyone being serious. The other thing we hear about is the people who, oh, I put 50p on this 100 horse, you know, place pot and it won me a million. The ones where it's like, you know, one in a million, right? The one in a million shots. So we don't hear about the in-between. We don't hear about the people who maybe they do a lot of betting. They don't really care that much about it, but they kind of maybe they lose a little bit, but nothing significant. And we don't hear about the ones who make a profit. Um, why is that? It's just not that interesting a story, is it? You know, it's much more interesting to hear the bad stuff. I think that's the problem. So straight backing or straight laying is a great option and it's a set and forget option, as is trading. The first question you need to answer, and I'll let you answer this now, trading or set and forget, which one's for you? Okay, so that's that out of the way. Let's start talking about some popular types of trade, especially when we're talking about horse racing. Okay, I think the most popular one, or certainly the one that I hear all the time is dobbing, right? Now, to me, dobbing was always something you did at school. Well, hopefully you didn't do it, but something at school where someone had grasped someone up, essentially told on a teacher on them. Very, very frowned upon. Um, however, in horse racing, dobbing is far from frowned upon because what it actually stands for is double or bust. The word dob is actually what it really stands for. We adding at the end just to kind of go, well, I'm dobbing today. You know, it's just kind of making it, uh, I don't know, an adjective, I guess. But dobbing is really, really a good strategy that a lot of people use. What is it? It's a double or bust strategy. So it's a trading strategy where you're trying to back a horse at relatively high odds and hoping that the odds half and that you can take 100% profit and green up, whether it wins or loses. And if it doesn't, if it never reaches your target price, you just lose your stake. So you either win 100% of your stake or you lose 100% of your stake. You need more than a 50% strike rate, you will make money. Okay, so you're looking for horses that get to the front, uh, that lead races, that their price shortens very often. 
in their races and that's how people dog. That is a very, very popular style of strategy. I think because it's so simple, it's so easy to track and it's easy to work out if you're profitable or not. You could call that strategy a back to lay strategy. You might have heard the phrase back to lay. That is simply when someone backs something at a big price and lays at a lower price, okay? Now, that's the ideal. Obviously, if that doesn't happen, you'd probably have a stop loss in play, and so you might lay at a higher price and lose a little bit of money. But the point is, back to lay, the kind of theory behind it, the idea of it is the same with dubbing, is to get in at the top end of a price and, you know, exit at a lower end and make a profit. It's like um, stock market trading, yeah? You know, buy high, sell low. Or is it the other way around? I don't know, but anyway, in Betfair odds, we want higher odds, right? So we're buying a horse at 10, then we wanna green up, so maybe in a back to lay, we'll lay it up five, right? And then we should make a really healthy profit there. Lay to back, it's just the opposite. You're laying a horse at short odds, hoping it drifts, then you're backing it to green up, to make a profit, to cash out. When the market goes your way, the way you want it to, you can green up, you can take a green, okay? That's what dobbing, back to lay, and lay to back are, okay? In a nutshell, very, very simple. Now, another one you might have heard is lay the field. Very, very popular strategy, okay? I really like this strategy. It's where you lay every horse in a race at short odds, so maybe 1.5, sometimes, you know, 2.0 or maybe 1.75, anyway. And if two or more horses match, you make a profit. Or in a case of if you're laying at 2.0, if, if two match, you'll break even. But the thing is, if three match, if four match, which does happen, you make a really big profit because you win four lays at short odds. This strategy can be brilliant. Loads of people like laying the field. Laying the field, you lay every horse at the same price. Now, like with the back to lay and the lay to back, you're probably going to be taking, and the dobbing strategy, you're probably going to be taking these trades in play. So you kind of want to have your target price ready. It's easy on lay the field, you just set 1.5. Let's say it's at 1.5. We just lay all the horses at 1.5. Obviously, it won't get matched because we're waiting for it to get matched in play. So we keep, we click keep in play on the lay side. We keep all of those ones in play. And it's actually really, really good because obviously we make a lot of money if two or more of those horses match. On a dobbing strategy, a similar thing. Um, however, we're looking to exit in play. So we put our target price, then we keep it in play. And then if it goes, I keep saying in play, sorry, in running. It's horse racing. They're running. They're going for it, right? So that's the thing. Okay, with back to lay, with dobbing, we're looking to exit at the price it hits, and we have to keep that in play to do so most of the time because a horse is unlikely to dob uh, before the start of a race. Now, with all these strategies, you're looking to enter at the start, um, and that, I think that's why they're so popular as well because you're not trying to guess well, what's going to happen between the morning price and the start. This is all stuff you can test in our software. We already have one lay the field strategy that someone's shared with us, a profitable one. We already have two dobbing strategies, okay? We've barely released the software. This is just going to explode and explode. It's absolutely brilliant. I love how much everyone is helping each other, okay? Now, the other types, if you're looking at the set and forget range, we've got the straight lay and the straight back. What do I mean by straight lay, straight back? Um, well, straight lay is just you're betting against a horse to win. It's that simple. So if a horse is 2.0, I'm going to lay it at 2.0. And if it wins, I make a tenner. And if it loses, I lose a tenner. Now let's say the horse is 
If I use a 10 pound lay state to lay um, the horse at 1.5, I'm not actually laying the five pound liability, a 10 pound liability, sorry. The backer is the one with a 10 pound liability. I'm only laying five pounds because the odds are 1.5. So if the stakes are tenner, I'm only risking five pounds because if it wins, I'll lose a fiver. However, if it loses, I'll make a tenner. Okay, so it's really, that is a straight lay. That is how to lay. Now to back, it's just the opposite. If something's, you know, 4.0 on Betfair, which is three to one, and I put a tenner on, I'll make 30 quid if it wins. I'll lose a tenner if it doesn't win. Okay, I'm pretty sure you understand the straight backing very easily. So I'm not going to labor the point on that one too much. Now, what matters, right? Because I've had people say to me, well, my... I'm creating a strategy, but what should I look for? What should I tweak? How should I improve it? Okay, here's a few things I like to use to improve a strategy. Look at the courses. How does this, your strategy perform on each course? Are there some courses you can remove? Distances. Are certain distances worth removing? Number of runners. Does it make a difference how many runners there are? Maybe you need to narrow that field of vision. Type of race. What type of race is it? Now, there's two things here. Well, there's a few things actually. Is it a handicap? Is it a non-handicap? See if both of those work well. If they do, fine, keep them. If one works and the other doesn't, get rid of the one that doesn't, okay? Is it a hurdle race? Is it a flat race? How do they work? How does that stuff get on? Again, well worth having a look at. And the other thing with type of race, of course, is that you've got things like the going. So how's it going? Is, is, the, is it heavy? Is it soft? Things like that. Um, you've got odds. Which odds? Which odds range works, works best for your strategy? I want a bit of Dutch there. Works best for your strategy. That's the thing. You can test all the odds on the software. Again, you can test all this stuff in the software and tweak and improve your strategy. It's so good. Um, past performance matters, obviously. That's why we use such a huge statistical database. And time of entry. Look at the different times of entry and see how that affects your strategy. Is it worth getting in 10 minutes before a race? One second before a race? Do you want to get in in play? Do you want to get in an hour before the race? Do you want to get in in the morning or the evening before? A little bit difficult on those ones because it's not really going to be liquidity. Um, and I think results will often be skewed. However, those are things I think are well worth looking at. So what's the benefits of the software? You might say, Martin, I've got the software. Or Martin, I haven't got the software. What are the benefits? I need to know. I know more about horse racing now. I need to know what are the benefits of the software? Well, statistics database. We've got a huge, huge, ridiculous statistics database. Costs us loads of money. Um, and also it costs us loads of money to develop. Um, you know, hopefully we'll see that money back. Um, but even so, uh, I can make the money from actually just using those statistics to make money in my horse racing. And I will be a very happy man on that alone. Um, even no one ever bought the horse racing software, but obviously we've already had loads of people buy it. Backtesting. We can create a strategy and see the results instantly. I cannot tell you how valuable this is. This is literally worth thousands and thousands of pounds to any horse racing trader. I think we're giving it away too cheap, but that's the way we are. We don't want to we don't want to be charging people an arm and a leg. We want to be reasonable. We have to make our money back. We're spending a hell of a lot of money each month on this software. But the back testing is just incredible. I cannot stress. Imagine creating a strategy, getting all the results for that strategy and knowing instantly is it a good strategy or not. And also knowing exactly what you can do to tweak it to improve it. Strategy creation. You can create your own strategy. You can backtest it. 
This is nuts, right? This is literally nuts. You're being handed it on a silver platter. Um, you know, it angers me almost because we've had to wait so long to get something so incredible. But the fact is, we've got it and it's fantastic. So if anyone, if you ever see any of that nonsense, it does make me laugh when I get something, oh, most of this stuff's free online. <laughs> My response is, where? And then never, ever have I ever had an answer. It's total nonsense. There's no way that does this kind of backtesting. There is no way that does this strategy creation. The fact you can save your own strategies, you can download other people's strategies. I have literally got a list on the forum of strategies you can all download now and add it to your software. You can get 18 profitable strategies into your software this instance. In fact, there's presets already in the software, so you don't even need to download them. Just go to the preset section, view the strategies, pick the ones you like. Do you want later field? Do you want dob? Do you want straight backs? Do you want straight lace? Wow, it's just crazy how much there is. Um, and, you know, the strategy does, the, the thing is, the software does the hard work for you. It does the hard work for us. I'm not working hard on the software. I just click on it each day, it gives me my selections, and Bob's your uncle. I go trade. That is the life I want. That's the lifestyle I want. I don't want to be sitting in front of a computer screen eight hours a day going, oh, I need to research to the nth degree. The software is doing the hard work for me and it saves me so much time. How many of you guys are struggling in your life for time? Do you know what I was thinking? Yeah, I have such little time. I don't even get a chance to fire up my N64 anymore and play Super Mario 64 hacks. What is wrong with that? I don't even have time to do such a simple thing. You know, this is the thing. We need time. We all need to buy time. That's the way the modern world is. I think if COVID, if that break from COVID taught us anything, it's that we need a better work-life balance. This saves us time. It saves us so much time and it gives us a chance to make wealth income, create our own income, literally create your own income on Betfair Training. It's actually insane how good it is. Um, I can't I can't even talk enough about this. I could talk all day. I'm going to leave it there, guys. I love horse racing. I love the software. If you need any help with anything, if you're confused, if you think, Martin, you've just got too excited there, I literally don't know what's going on. Maybe listen to it again. But I absolutely love what we're doing here. I think it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just so excited. The football software is next. That's on our hit list. Bang, bang, bang. Um, but yeah, it's great guys. And I'm so glad that so many of you have joined. I was really thinking, I'm not sure how many will, and it's just been overwhelming. I want, cause I knew, I know how good it is, but it's like getting that message out there isn't easy and getting people to take that plunge. I think what's helped is having the, the fact that we do have a one or two day trial where you're literally paying less than a tenner. Um, to view it and really get a good sense of what it is. And then you can actually decide whether you want to commit to making money on Betfair, whether that's something you're actually interested in. All right, guys, hope you have a great one. Most importantly, make some money on Betfair this week.